This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome to the new Geekscape. Uh, this week it's Geekscape number 65. I've got my good buddy William over here. Hi! Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're going to bring you some reviews, some uh, movies, video games, and comic book news over the next 45 minutes to an hour. Let's just be honest, we run closer to an hour than we ever have 45 minutes. Um, isn't that right, Mr. Dunn? Absolutely. Mr. Benjamin Dunn is over here in the studio with us. Uh, I figured last week we introduced everybody again after a hi brief hiatus to uh, Mr. Gilmore, mm -hmm. and once he got out of the rehabilitation. Uh, what take. What has kept you from us, Ben? What has kept me from you? Yeah, we Armenians. Could, yeah, Ben. Ben moved to Burbank, uh, Glendale, Glendale uh, to go undercover Same into time. the Ar Armenian mafia. He got a new job working for someone who's definitely an extra from Grand Theft Auto Four. Absolutely. Uh, and how how's the new job? Because your old job was was the pornography place. How's uh, this this job's awful? And hopefully I'll have a new one come next week. Well, I hope that um, they aren't listening. <laughs> okay. Because they'll kill you. Well, um, no, it's absolutely true. <laughs> I mean, that's not a joke. I'm pretty sure. And what are you doing? Are you sitting at a desk? I, I work for a cell phone accessory warehouse. Cell phone accessory warehouse. Yes. So like, if wow. my shit breaks, you like go and get it off of a shelf somewhere, or pretty what? Much. Yeah. Really? But it, only if it's like a case or what, like a case, like a Bluetooth, Bluetooth like, thing. Yeah. Well, that must be nice. That must fill you with job satisfaction. Absolutely. N knowing that a my my accessory to my to my too expensive cell phone is broken. I could you, could yeah. you find it? Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be just. No, but you don't deal with the customer deal. directly, do you? Absolutely. Okay. No, that's what I do on the. That's what, oh okay yeah. okay so oh then I'm really sorry. What's the yeah. most annoying shit that's happened to you since since you got this new job? No, like, that's just my boss is the most annoying. The job's fine. Uh -huh. My boss is a micromanager from hell, and uh, honestly, like if people read the forums and I posted something saying that I almost got fired for going to the forums, I did almost get fired. Going to I, I wish more people would be able to sacrifice their profession <laughs> by going to the Geekscape forums. Um, 
I, I've sacrificed my uh, social life by going to the Geekscape forums. Uh, I spend more time there than anything. That's why I never go to the Geekscape forums, actually. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people can find me on Friday and Saturday nights at the Geekscape forums. Um, anyway, William, you, uh, I met you because you're my DP's roommate. That's correct. We went over penetration's roommate. <laughs> we went over to uh, I went over to Matt's uh, place and he in, and I was like Matt like he's in like old school PC gaming like he'd be a good guest and he goes in his South African accent no like my roommate is the dude you should have on the show so we went over there to storyboard and shot list and you and I ended up in a conversation I was like this guy is a perfect Geekscape guest but yeah I'll let him prove it over the next you know hour or so now I'm gonna say nothing for the rest of the show by the way. Just, just so you know, just to, just to make you look bad. How dare you? I'm good. Do. Yeah. Um, just, like, you know, more time. just sort of, sort of <laughs> smile and nod, which if you're listening to the, the audio guests. version of this will be awesome. <laughs> the ones yeah. who, uh, so you're in, uh, what is this thing, Bus Pirates? Uh, I'm in the uh, I have internet to say that series. correctly. That's great. No, 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 no. We, we, we allow that. No, okay. I'm in the internet series Bus Pirates. I star as Captain Jack Bonnier. Uh, we've got a little, a little bit of internet notoriety. We've gotten like 40,000, 60,000 hits per episode. Yeah. What and the is last it? episode is coming out this month, so I'm promoting that. And it's, uh, it's a series about bus pirates. It's kind of exactly what it sounds like. Nice, huh? normal guy gets on the bus, you know, his car breaks down, has no idea what the public transit system in Los Angeles is like. He has no idea about the, the perpetual hazard of bus pirates, guys who... Jump on a bus with their their swords and cutlasses and uh, hijack the bus. Hijack the bus. Well, we pay. Okay. We're not dicks, you okay. know. There are evil bus pirates and there are good bus pirates, and both of us are trying to find the treasure of the knights in Satan's service. So, uh, Kiss. Kiss Kiss lost its treasure long ago, back in the nineteen seventies, uh-huh. to the first bus pirate, and we have been trying to fulfill the robot prophecy and find the uh, the treasure of the knights. And uh, you'll wow. find out in the next and last episode whether or not we actually do it. That sounds like a lot of shit. It's um. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it is. It's, no, it's, but, it's but, incredible. But people, like, it's funny. No, it's cool. I have a lot and of my space but, but, but you don't play. Yeah. You don't. You don't play the guy who gets on the bus. You play the captain of. The, I play the captain of the bus. You play no, I'm the, I'm the, bad I'm guy, the, good guy, good or? guy. I'm okay. the good guy. I'm so the good guy. I'm the guy you you, you want to succeed. And the guy is like, God, I just hope he. You do want to get the treasure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are there any hot babes in this? Yes, there is. Okay. There, there, That's there, very there, important there's to one. There's one. There's one hot. Uh, not sounding so good anymore. No, well, well, well. She's she, she's, she's hot, hot enough, and we get her in pirate fetish gear at some point, and that's mm-hmm. always nice. And uh, there is the ongoing mystery as to whether or not she's a robot. Oh, well, I'm not. Then, I'm not making that up. That's that's honestly so, that's good drama so right there. You could you say know? underneath all that 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 un, uh, you know overgarment, she might have robo. Yeah. Titties? Did you ever see? You ever see Metropolis? Robo that's titties? it. Okay, that's it. The, Metropolis. Version, anime. Fritz Metropolis Lund, is the one. original Robo Titties. Really is. Um, it's the original Robo anything actually. That was like the first robot. Robocunt. Uh, I don't. I think that's in the deleted <laughs> scenes, which were unfortunately lost during the uh, the Hayes Code. Robo Queef. Yeah. Um, so we went to see uh, a lot of movies this week. Uh, I went to see Vantage Point. Uh, this is that movie that was number one at the box office like uh, two weekends ago, and it has Dennis Quaid as a uh, security. Uh, what, what are they, they called? You know, uh, it's uh, secret, uh, secret service. service. Sec- yeah. Secret I'll service. I watched Dennis Quaid in anything after the eighties. Oh yeah, after the eighties. Uh, Dreamscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inner space. En- Enemy mine. Enemy mine. Those three. Honestly, that guy can do anything now. I don't right. give a shit. He can, he can do you know Saved by the Bell the movie so, and place. Screech. So Dennis, uh, Dennis Quaid plays uh, William Hurt, who's the president's, uh, you know, Secret Service agent. You find out early in the movie that uh, he took a bullet for him, 
and uh, Matthew Fox from Lost is another Secret Service guy, and basically this is like a presidential kidnapping slash assassination plot that takes place in Spain, and it's told through different vantage points, like uh, fucking Last King of Scotland motherfucker is one of them, Forrest Whitaker, uh, Whitaker. Whitaker. you got yeah. Sigourney Weaver in this movie, but she doesn't do a whole lot, um, everybody who's at this speech event it takes you as far as their vantage point goes, and then it rewinds, and then kind of like in a Groundhog Day kind of way. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, it's you know, time you code. have all the pieces. At the same time. I was right. Time code. It's like yeah. it, it's like time code, and, uh, and, and the, only there's a plot. And, yeah. and, and the, the movie's fine. Um, it's nothing special, yeah. but um, it does get a little frustrating. And they do kind of let go of the whole rewind about halfway through the movie. They, they just give up they on it. It's like, fuck sh- it, we're, we're bored. They just show you everything. Editor got bored. Maybe. That's what that means. Yeah, that happens. Maybe a third to the movie. Wow. <laughs> like, like oh, they rewind it. Two you, you said... You, you think? B, oh, yeah, BJ. I didn't see it, so I don't BJ know. BJ was guessing. there. Uh, like, did you like the movie? I thought it was all right. That's what you expect. If you've seen the trailer, you know what's going on, I think. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you've seen the trailer and you have an opinion about the movie, that is the opinion you're going to leave the, the theater with. Um, nice. So it was fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Some okay twists and turns. One really badass uh, shot during the chase scene, the car chase scene. Which is that the one they show in the trailer? Uh, no, there is oh, there, cool. there is one shot, the one where you get sideswiped. Yeah, yeah, and no, there's like it skids and shit. There's there's one where you're like, okay, Dennis Quaid just got fucked up beyond any way of catching these guys. Yeah, but he gets back into the race. <laughs> And it reestablishes that he's back in the chase nice. with this shot on his face, like this, this, this fucking seventies kung cutaway. fu zoom thing. Yeah. And everyone in the theater, I literally, I think this is, I go, what? <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. BJ well, yelled out loud. They cut ten minutes out of the film right there of him trying to catch up. It's like fuck it, we'll cut to his face. A with ton of people minutes. were laughing their asses off. Yeah. So you know, whatever. So it's uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a, an action comedy. Um, it, it, guys, this is a, if any movie is Netflixable, it's Netflix. This is Netflixable. Um, you went to see though this other suspense. I went to see bank the Bank Job. Who directed today? The bank Roger job? Donaldson, the uh, genre director behind such forgettable films as uh, Species and oh, The Recruit. Wow. No way. And Thirteen Days. So, he so he's done a lot movie. of movies that are just okay. And what's yeah? this movie about? This movie is about a bank job. It's about a bank heist. It's so actually based, apparently, I mean, according to the movie, for all I know, they're lying their asses off, like in Fargo, but apparently it's based on a true bank heist that happened in England in the 1970s. And who's in this? Jason Statham, uh-huh. Saffron Burroughs, and other people. Okay. Which is nice. <laughs> people you recognize, but you right. can't quite place. Right. You know, it's like, Some it kind of looks like movies. Desmond from Lost, but it's not. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I gotta tell you, this is the best heist movie I've seen in, in uh, many years, actually. Really? I'm actually totally a big fan of this movie. It's not like, you can't quite call it like a four-star movie because there's no real depth to it, mm-hmm. you know? It's not like, oh, this is important, this will change your it life. It just plays out. It's a, it's a heist movie, it's about the heist, and then the fallout from the heist, so it's very pure, it doesn't devolve into a chase film or a hostage film, like uh, Inside Man. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it, all the characters are pretty interesting. It has this great like '70s British crime feel, where people are likable but still hardcore. You know, it's like, oh, I really like this guy, and then I'll fuck someone up in a way that you can't even imagine. It's like, like original gangster, like like, like, like or, a what, what movie? <laughs> original gangster, Is that the Hugh <laughs> brothers. No, no, no original no, gangsters with with uh, Fred Williamson and uh, it was. Uh, it was uh, 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 Malcolm McDowell. Benjamin Benjamin. Oh, oh, I was thinking of Malcolm Original McDowell. Gangsters. The one no, that was Original uh, Gangster, which was. Oh, British. I did not see that with Paul Bettany. Yeah. Yeah, I did Absolutely not see that. Wonderful yeah. Movie. Okay. I, everyone keeps telling me to see that, and I haven't yet. Yes. But no, this this one is good. It had it was like I think it's Roger Donaldson's best directed movie. It was involved the entire way. There are twists and turns, but 
if you're paying attention, it's not even a twist. It's just good plotting. Mm -hmm. And if you're not paying attention, it's a good twist. And uh, yeah, everyone's really good in it. I think it's really badass. And I think it's probably going to end up being forgotten pretty quickly, kind of like Breach was last year. Yeah. Where I was like, like this Bre is, Breach, Breach, was good. Breach is a good movie. It's just not important. Or so did, people did forget about this, it real did, fast. Did you see the, the movie with uh, the Gordon Levitt kid? Not Brick. Oh, the one where he had the memento the, yeah, disease. The, the, the one yeah. where he had... Scott Frank movie. What was right. it called? No, it wasn't Brick. The, it was The oh, Lookout. The Lookout. I did not see The Lookout yet. I wanted to see it, yeah, yeah. but um, I, liked that I had one other lot. things to do. I like that but, one a lot, uh, yeah. and it sounds like the same kind of deal. Yeah, well, the thing is, a lot of these movies are about the exact same thing. People want money. People get money. The situation around it is slightly different. You know, and it's just um, it's just about how you handle the material. Does it keep? Does it stay interesting the entire time, or do you lose interest after a while? And um, yeah, no, it's just a good, dedicated heist movie where it feels like they play fair the entire time. There's actual stakes involved. You know, it's not like Ocean's Eleven where it's about oh, they spend the entire movie planning the heist, and then the heist goes off without a hitch. Right. You know, so it's like oh, even when you think it, even when you think it doesn't, it does. There so there's no to, right. replay value there because it's just like oh, everything went great. Good, right. good, good for them. You know, hey. Get, Seriously, good on you. Well, it's a, it's a yeah. popcorn movie. It's, hard it's a popcorn movie, but it's not. I'm saying it is ben, still a heist ben, movie. Zan is going to roast your nuts. Yeah, I know. On this episode, uh, Ben yeah. Benjamin Dunn is filling in for Gilmore on the uh, constant interruption reiteration of what the guest just said. Um, but anyway, bank job, highly I'm recommended, folks. I'm fucking with you. That's just an insult beyond it. Uh... <laughs> what, what what part is the insult? The reiteration of what the guest so, just said? That's, that's not... That's not a, or saying just, that it's I a don't want to derail the show. I, I just think you reiterating yourself constantly is worse than what he was doing. All right? Uh, you you, you stalled you? the podcast. It's how done. How dare you? Bank Job is like the highest uh, rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Bank Job is... Well, good. Bank good. It, but critical acclaim does two. not equal box office acclaim. I think it's like uh, second at the box office this week at best. Guys, so, it is not second at the box office. It's not number one. It is not even in the top five. It's not? number one is... 35 million, 10,000 BC. That is 35 right. 35 million, 10,000 BC. Million, is that the prequel? followed by 14, 15 million by College Road Trip? Guys. <laughs> Have you guys seen the poster to College I think Road that, Trip? I think this is where we pause and sing the song, This is the world you live in. Ah, yeah. This is the shit that you pay for. Yeah. God you, damn you, you did Peter. it to yourself. That pig looks funny. I know, no, seriously. I looked at this poster today and it's like, wait a minute. Martin Lawrence, Raven Simone, there's a pig there? What could that mean? Perhaps I should what? see this film. And the kid sitting directly behind the pig has goggles Wait, on for some reason. Are you guys talking about Raven or is there an actual pig in the There's room? a pig <laughs> in the car no, it's a pig next pig, between a Raven Simone and Martin Lawrence. And I think part of the mystery of like the poster is like, what? why would we want to see this movie? I want to know why there's a pig there. And I want to know why the kid sitting behind the pig is wearing goggles. Not enough to see the movie. I, not enough to see the movie. Okay. Enough to, uh, you, know, you know what? Whoever sees the movie... Email me. Let me know what the deal is with the pick. Can That'll you tell great. us who ends up emailing you so we can fuck with That them? would be fantastic. Please. Okay. Please. Don't you think that would be funny, Ben? Yes. Ben, I'm just fucking with you the whole talking thing. I just wanted a chance to call you Gilmore. Uh, Vantage Point. Uh, uh, bank that. Job. Um, I saw this movie in Bruges. Yeah. Which is funny, mentioning our friend Gilmore. He was rocking about how he couldn't believe that you were a fan of Colin Farrell. Right. Exactly. Like, he... I wanted to go see that movie uh, yesterday, and he's like, "No, Colin Farrell's in it. And it's awful." I'm like, "Have you? Uh, have you Colin seen Farrell's inter, a good actor? Uh, uh, Intermission? No, I didn't see Intermission. Intermission's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. an amazing movie. Very Guy Ritchie with yeah. Colin Farrell and uh, the dude from Sunshine. Oh, uh, uh, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Yeah. Um, the guy who was in like uh, one of the Star Trek series. 
But it's like all these the the British guy. He was in uh, Voyager, and then he was in Deep Space Nine, or he was in Deep Space Nine. I don't know. Nine. I didn't watch that. Anyway, no, it's an amazing movie. But, but just I, I just think um, Colin Farrell's a good movie I, I, or a good actor. I didn't like it when he was doing like his whole American badass routine. Yeah, they, they, and he, doing, like, Colin Farrell was one of those guys. He was guys doing like Russell Crowe light. Yeah, I didn't it doesn't like work. That. Colin Farrell was one of those actors who's actually a pretty good actor, but you put him in a lead role and he's got nothing. Yeah, he's one of those guys movie, who's a really good supporting actor or an actor in like a smaller movie with like Tigerland, for example. Yeah, he was really, this, really good in that. But you give him a lead role and ask him to bring something to it, he doesn't. Yeah, this is one of you those know? smaller movies. He's yeah. in it with um, what's the name of the bigger guy that was Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson, yeah. and then uh, Ray right. Fiennes is in it too. Yeah. And the very beginning of, of I mean, this is, is a fantastic crime script. Yeah. And it's really funny, and his performance in particular is it. it you think that it's just a funny, quirky guy, but it, it's really layered in a lot of drama. Yeah, that you start to uncover as like the movie goes on. But the beginning uh, dialogue just says, "You know, I threw the gun in the river in the Thames and got out, and they took they sent us to Bruges, and that's the setup told in narration. Yeah. Really, really well done. It opens with Brandon Gleeson and him yeah. in Bruges, and they're stuck there." In Belgium, with nothing to do, uh, for two weeks while they wait on a phone call for more instructions. They've obviously assassinated the guy, uh, somebody. As you start to get more information, you start to find out that this is more than just like a quirky comedy, but the script is really damn good. Uh, if you guys are in film school or something and you want to find out how to really write a pretty good script, or uh, I, would look th- I would look up this script on the internet uh, and read it. Uh, the character is really well done. And his performance, Ben, you're going to like this guy's performance. Absolutely. Um, I have no problem with Colin Farrell except for like the Daredevil shit. You know what I mean? You know, uh, Daredevil even bothered me. The script for Daredevil bothered me. Actually, the script. Right. Their team right. was. He was the only guy who seemed like he knew what movie he was in. You're right. You yeah, know, exactly. the problem with Daredevil actually isn't the script because I read the script before Daredevil even Daredevil even came and I like out. The director's and cut. The, the director's script is really okay. good. Yeah, it, it, they took out all this good stuff. But the thing is, Mark Stephen Johnson, ignoring Ghost Rider in Daredevil, he wrote a really good script and he had no idea how to direct it. It was really painful to me because I was like, I was, I read the script and I was like, oh, guys, you gotta come see Daredevil. It's gonna be really cool. I read the script. It's got this really great, you know, version of the of the uh, origin that it gets going, and it's about him as a lawyer, and it's about him and the moral quandary of being a lawyer and having to take justice into your own hands. And then they cut all that and stuff yeah, out, yeah. and all the action sequences were shot like um, Uwe Boll would have been proud. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, let's I mean, that. it was it was just disappointing. What, what was the um. Was the schoolyard scene in the uh, schoolyard scene? You know, script. the schoolyard scene was in the script, but it doesn't look as ridiculous when it's in the script. Because the idea of, of a martial arts romance—I mean, I, I'm a martial arts fan. Sure, I've seen I've seen a lot of movies that that you know like feature that. No, actually, it, it, well, it was, you, there was it was there, but it wasn't. Right. It's not the same thing. I'm thinking in terms of like people. Well, I mean, I, I actually don't like this saying? movie, but Crash and Tiger, Hidden Dragon has a lot of people oh, yeah. fighting. Uh, in order to work out actual personal conflicts, not sure. like you killed my father, sure. I will now kill you. It's uh, I, I have problems with you as a person, and we're going to work this out physically. So the idea of doing that to set up a romance and show that these people have conflict, but they're also alike in many ways, and they, you know, but isn't that, that was a good the, idea. But, but isn't, it didn't that, feel isn't that one specific scene uh, more dependent on the, the overall story structure of the film in general? It, it's important because it's, it's, it's hard it's, to put a scene like that in yeah. a movie that has all these other American conventions in it. It's true, yeah. You, you, it, it's the kind of thing like only Tarantino is really good at mixing and matching that. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like let's take a, an Asian film convention, put it in a highly American movie, and people will accept it for some reason. But when other people do it, it doesn't seem to play. And I don't right. know if that's because they're just not very good at it, or or if people just so, aren't expecting because it's not a Tarantino. Well, I mean, he's, he, I mean, he's also know? good at like tone, 
tone shifts. Oh, massive I mean? tone like, shifts. Yeah, very few people can pull that off. It's ridiculous. Um, you, you're a good, you're a good guest, William. Thank you. You're a good guest. We, 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 we will all watch. Buzz. You're a good guy we, we off will, camera. We will watch Buzz Pirates. I like having Ben off camera. Uh, yeah, we are, me we are, too. We are watching. Me. Ben is watching Buzz Pirates now and jerking off to this girl <laughs> just off camera. Robo titties. He, he is jerking off to this robo titties. He's not going to spoil whether or not she's a robot or not. But Sorry, Nikki. That, <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, he, he's not, you know, he won't spoil it. Don't spoil it for the viewers, but that's not keeping him from, from climaxing him. He just spoiled him. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough jokes. Uh, let's be serious about this. <laughs> so, so speaking about tone, uh, something that's really important was, remember when you first saw the X-Men costumes pre, pre-release of the first oh, X-Men? Oh, God. And you, you hated them. Hated, hated them. But then they worked in the film? They did. They did. I'll so they just released these Watchmen characters. Yes, they did. And about half of them really, really, I love Half of them were cool, them. and the other half are like... Right. This is the Zack Snyder Watchmen yeah. coming out, and they yeah. they released the, the the character photos mm-hmm. in costume. I think this comedian one yeah. fucking kicks ass. The comedian's awesome. They make him look so sleazy. Yeah, yeah. and I'll tell That's you why. Great. Because it doesn't why? look like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It looks like the comedian. comedian. It totally like looks like comedian. It's incredible. Yeah, actually, it's like the only Jeffrey one. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I'm like, it doesn't. That guy looks yeah. nothing like. Yeah, the yeah. I, I, I don't think works. I've even seen anything that guy's been in. So I wasn't. I was kind of just waiting to see something. Who is this? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He was in. He's in Supernatural. Uh, he was on uh, Grey's Anatomy. He was. Oh well, in that case, uh, yeah, I, I don't watch. Yeah, well, I don't know. let's see. He was in Weeds. Like he, he always plays. He was in Catch and Release. He always plays a character that dies. Wait, nice. he, he was. Well, in there you go. What was the last movie? Catch and release. release. Catch and Release. So, Kevin Smith uh, and Jennifer Garner. Yeah, I thought that's what you said. Yes. No, no. You watched that? You actually you watched, watched that? that? I. You're out of the room. <laughs> you're, you're, no, no, you're out of the room. It's you fun. watch Catch and Release? Yes. Oh, yeah, fuck, it's Ben Dunn. It's sorry, ben Dunn. sorry. Of course I've sorry. I watched Sorry, I'm totally sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. I didn't know, so this is for my benefit. Wow. Uh, no, yeah. I, I watch everything. Ben. It's mostly shit. Okay. But anyway, let's talk about these costumes. Yeah. I gotta tell you. There's uh, one or two that don't work. There's one or two that me. don't work. For me. Ozymandias doesn't quite work. He's got, like, the Batman and Robin body molding uh-huh. thing going. And here's the thing. There's a certain level of... There are certain things we accept in comic books, like like spandex. Works in a comic book in in real life, much less practical unless you're actually right. Spider-Man. So I get the idea of giving these guys armor because they're human beings for the most part. That's fine, but it doesn't matter of how it looks and also what we. His head's uh, too small for his body. His head's too small <laughs> for his body now. Now that he has like the body molding, but the thing is that it just brings up. Because the thing is, Watchmen was about really everything that had happened in comics, superhero comics, and then like putting like a, a realistic spin on it or, or paying homage to it. And then Zack Snyder has openly said that his goal is to do that with kind of superhero movies. Right. Is to take everything superhero movies have done and then do something new with it. I don't that know if he's going to succeed. So why, so why not? It sounds so, douchey, but maybe but it'll work. But the thing I is like that him. Even you, though I you, didn't like 300, I like him. I like him. And, I like Dawn of the see. Dead. Everything he says is relatively intelligent. 300 wasn't great, but I was able to get through it. It was okay. The thing is, it was a good Frank Miller movie, but there's no good Frank so Miller So is he anymore. taking on this Joel Schumacher stuff head on and being I, so like, I'm, I'm going to make it work? I might be willing to let that go. I might be willing to let it go if he, if he makes that play, this, but uh, it does look like it. Though. The, the, the female girl, this, uh, this... The female girl? The, what, what, what's there her needs to be a superhero named female what, What's her character name? The uh, Silk Spectre. Silk, Silk Spectre. Yeah. I think that looks the silliest. Well, the thing is... You actually, don't like the you, garter belts? No, you don't. Guys, you see... She, the problem is, she's way too thin, In the still images they release, that's the costume you see the least of, because everyone else is kind of standing like this, and she's like on the ground. I'm kind of doing one of these. So I didn't actually see her costume. I gotta tell you, I saw her legs and her arms and her head. Well, that's all right. they want you to right. see. That's right, all right, they want you to right. see. That's fine. But the thing is, I don't. I don't think I can I'm even judge that. They, they haven't shown Doctor Manhattan. They didn't they show Doctor Manhattan. Oh, and that's kind of scary. Underwear, I'm gonna be pissed. Now who's? Well, who, he wasn't who, underwear a lot of the time. Well, who, who's put? When he was in public, you want to see his blue dong or what? Well, no, I just want to see. If he's, ben, you want to see? But no, but you run the risk of doing the. Wants to fucking do 
what yeah. he wants to do of making it very much like the comic book. He has to have the balls to put the balls on the screen. My thing is this: I would I rather have I would rather have Doctor Manhattan be in underwear than have him do the Beowulf Austin Powers. Oh, there's a candle in front of him. Thank God. No, right. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I would rather have. I mean, the come on. I think, you you got to think about ratings. If, rating if that's the, the problem, it doesn't matter. You can if, have penis on screen. There's many. Not there's, very easily. There's many. There's many, many. Uh, foreign films that get away with R's. Yeah, they're and, foreign though. Ben, I, okay. last week, if you guys watched episode sixty-four, yeah. I had to have a, I had to have an intervention with uh, the person off the, the mic and say, "Listen, it's if you if you're gonna go if you're gonna go gay, I'm in support of that. If this is what you're hinting at, yeah, like, no, like, I'm okay. Like, like, we've already, we've Gilmore already, has already been solicited on the forums by a gay man. Yeah, who's, that slash who, fiction's who, a little much. Who wrote some slash fiction? <laughs> slash fiction. One of our listeners wrote some slash fiction for Gilmore because Gilmore hinted that that the his hunt for the cunt isn't going so well. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, that that's that awesome. is. I that like is it, but you like that term? Yeah. Go that's, run for that's it. That's good shit. It's kind of like the hunt for Red October. Yeah. But if your cunt is red, that's a problem. Uh, it, it, okay. Try back in a, a couple of days. Anyway, um, my, my last thing though, before before we move on from Watchmen, just to say. I'm not judging Rorschach until we see his mask move. Until we see the actual black spots, I need to see how that looks before I can sell it. Because if it's just him in a mask, man. Made a, uh, yeah. made a Rorschach costume, and then, you know, yeah. that's what it looks like on the... Yeah, so, so uh, another, another news, uh, Bone, Jeff Smith's Bone, uh, which is awesome, and Amazing. you've asked to... I'm, 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 I'm going to read it. I swear I'm going to read you it. You haven't you, read it yet? No, no, I, I have read it. Oh, I haven't read it. But I have the... You have it. He, has he hasn't. It. I have to collect it. I, have to, yeah. I want to reread it. Okay. So, um, this is Jeff Smith's Bone. It's a phenomenal book. Uh, yeah. Scholastic's been putting out in uh, colored trades. I have mm-hmm. one, the And I hear that the, the giant one. one is going to go out of print soon so they can put out a giant colored one. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's right. I thought it had already gone out of print. It, you know, it's still available because, at Barnes & Noble right now. Because I picked yeah, it up. Uh, I got somebody at Comic-Con to sell it to me for 25 bucks. I'll, oh, like, yeah. No, I think it, it's 40 it, on the cover the price. Out of print is one thing if it's scarce. If it's not scarce, it doesn't matter. Right. The, the, like, the first three Harry Potter movies are technically out of print right now. Right. But they're everywhere, so it doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, th- this was over at Nickelodeon. They were going to do a like an animated movie, but they wanted to put pop songs in it and stuff like <laughs> that. So, uh, I mean, this is a really sweet uh, movie that goes between a kind of a kids th- thing mm-hmm. and kind of turns into its own like Lord of the Rings type it, it storyline. Does, it, it, it starts really it intimate, epic. and then you really like all the characters, and then it very it quickly but gradually uh, turns into this big epic thing. Everything that can it's have so a cool. lot of yeah. uh, major character deaths and epic battles, but at yeah. the same time, a cow race. You know, a great cow race. A great cow race. Giant yeah. scary rat. You know, giant, giant yeah. scary rat. Things, they're more like big stupid rat. They're giant, giant, giant stupid rat creatures that are yeah. violent, but they also like uh, quiche. quiche. They love quiche. So it's I mean, important. you guys are either thinking "What the fuck" or "God, I love bone." And it just thing, depends you, on whether or not you read it. If you're thinking "What the fuck," pause this. Right. Go to your nearest whatever store, buy it, read it, come back. You will thank us. Yeah. You'll be glad you did. Especially when this. Uh, yeah. Whatever comes out, I mean, Warner, well, yeah, Bro- Warner Brothers like, has announcing it. it has the, annou- Warner Brothers announcing it has the rights to Bone doesn't right. mean we'll get to see Bone. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything is going to be made into a movie until we at least see some production stills. And, and will, even then, it doesn't matter. It doesn't they're taking happen. pitches on, from directors on whether yeah. or not they want it to be fully animated or, or mixed media. Uh, it needs to be fully animated. I think How, it you, too, you would it, like it as fully animated? I think it needs to be fully animated, but it needs to be, I think it needs to be 2D animated in order to really mm-hmm. work. Because the thing is, is that um, in live action, you'd have all these real people, and then you'd have these amorphous white blobs. And it would be a real pain in the ass to even attempt to make those mm-hmm. really work. But in animation, where everything's a little 
Uh, everything's a little stylized to begin with. I think it's easier to accept. And you say 2D, things. not 3D. Oh, definitely 2D. Okay. But the thing is, is that it's tricky though because most Americans, you know, most American companies aren't even doing 2D animation anymore. Well, something like the Iron Giant that has 3D Giant, elements to it. That would be fun. I'm okay with 3D you know, elements. I, think, yeah. well, I mean, Princess Mononoke had 3D elements and it was wonderful. Right. You know, if you tell me Studio Ghibli's doing Bowen, I'm like, fucking A. Right? That'd be fantastic. But, you know, I, I just don't know. But the thing is, the thing I'm hoping, I mean, this is a long shot, but it's at Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers still has Bruce Tim. Right. If they can give Bruce Tim a full two hours to do a movie for a change instead of this fucking 70 minutes shit that they enforce upon him for every straight to video movie he does. And this shouldn't be the straight to video. This, this should, be, no, this should be a real movie. This, this has to be a real movie. Right. I mean, it's, it's just too good, you know, to, to, to not be. Right. It would be a waste of their money to even buy the rights and, and just release it on video. It would be lame. Did you see that, like, I don't know if it was a series or, or a video game, but they did, like, a 3D bone thing. Well, it it was, was a, what it was was a, it was was a website, and I signed yeah. up for it, and you could walk around Boneville, uh, but it had such bad loading problems. You can walk around Boneville? We never saw Boneville. It was weird. Oh, uh, oh not Boneville, the, the, the town where oh, the, the uh, Barrelhaven. Barrelhaven. You can yeah. walk around Barrelhaven and check it out. Yeah. I wasn't that into it. Um, yeah. Didn't look right, though. Speaking of Bruce, Tim, we, we've, we've done this. Uh, are you leaving frame? Where are you going? Where, where are you going? Am I okay? Am I okay? Are you okay? Um, so, uh... <laughs> it just people next to him. Exactly. Did I have to... I was going to ask. Uh, but, um, this, did you see this new Frontier thing that yeah. Bruce, Tim put out? Yeah. This is the Darwin Cook book. Yeah, well, actually, I, I, Bruce, Tim didn't actually direct this one. No, he was, was a supervisor. Uh, was it producer. Kurt Gaeta who did this one? I don't know, but I know he. Okay. I know he's one of the producers on it. Yeah, yeah. No, Bruce. Well, he's, uh, he was behind he was like the, the movie. Big guy. Yeah, he was behind the movie and like a lot of the creative. I decisions. just saw it on DVD last yeah. night. Um, and you've read the, the original series. Read the original okay, series. Good. Thanks to Martin Shearer, one of our listeners, mailing me his uh, autographed copies. Thanks, um, Martin. So this new frontier, I, l- I really like the trades. Oh, they're uh, uh, yeah. The, I got the absolute trade. edition with some of the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so just beautiful, and it's a, it's a, it's not just one story. It's like a whole tapestry of DC in the fifties. Yeah, it's and DC during yeah. the Silver Age. Yeah, yeah. but as if as if the characters, characters were actually as if the time of the Silver Age was like the fifties and early sixties, actually, you know, as if everything took place mm-hmm. in the fifties. So it's not like oh, it's a Silver Age type of Superman, like All Star Superman. It's it's like. Uh, no, as if it, it was the 50s. Right. So you actually see Superman and Wonder Woman briefly in Korea. And Batman has yeah. his look from exactly early Batman. It goes it goes from the original like Before Batman to the Bill Finger Batman, right. and it actually justifies why that change even happened, which is interesting. Yeah, th- that's yeah. that was one of the best parts of the book. Um, yeah. What do you think about this translation, the, this DVD animated film? Did it do it for you completely? There there are parts of it that were so amazing. Mm-hmm. That I was totally with you know most of the Hal Jordan stuff. They pretty much nailed. And there's a lot of stuff they had to cut out. I'm fine right. with that. I mean, it's a shame, but it's fine. But the, the ultimate, ultimately, it felt less like one movie than um, an interpretation of various scenes from a book. That was you know? my problem, too. It, yeah, it, I'm it, not sure how this plays to people who haven't read it. See, I, I yeah. haven't read it. Oh, okay. you haven't read it? But you, okay. the, the, you, I, the but you saw it. I did watch it. What did you think? Because I, I, I agree completely with okay. what he said. I, I completely enjoyed it. I yeah. think that... Um, it looked beautiful, and if yeah, it was a gorgeously looked, animated. If, if it was yeah. a translation of the book's look, mm-hmm. it made me really want them to do an animated version of Red Sun. Oh, Red Sun that would be cool. great. The Dark Knight. Yeah, would there's be great. a lot. Now that they have this this straight to video thing, there's a lot of shit they need to do. You know? I, I, I think Red Sun's actually really low on the, the totem pole. What they the, need to do, but the, it, that'd be great. Was actually was. really good. Considering the, the last part. yeah, you the got last one I saw was Doomsday. Yeah, it was awful. Oh, I love Doomsday. Fuck you. Really? Yes. Can we get this on camera if you guys fight? Okay, I just don't. I just don't understand. Like, because it's called Doomsday, but Doomsday's only in the first fifteen minutes. But that's beside the point. Yeah, that's. I don't blame it for the title. Adam, 
Adam Baldwin was awful as Superman. Adam Baldwin, but, but here you've got, here you've got David Boreanaz doing Hal Jordan. Which was yeah. you've got, he's, uh, For the most part, he's pretty good. There was like a couple of really line readings. I was like, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless did. Lucy Lawless was not the right Wonder Woman, especially for the way they drew Wonder Woman. They should have gotten Jenny. Had, here's the, had they had uh, the Wonder Woman from like the, the Justice League Unlimited where she's a bit more svelte Lucy Laws would have had a great voice for it but it's the Darwin Cook Wonder Woman who's very much an Amazon she's yeah. muscular she's, she's taller tall. than yeah. like Superman I think well, oh you much know? taller Zena yeah was, you know, exactly princess, no and I, I get it and I like Lucy Laws it's Battlestar Galactica she's fucking amazing you know and it just I feel like she was a little miscast I just like I felt Anne Heche was really miscast in, in uh, Doomsday I just think that all, all major actors <laughs> and voice actors should be cast in voice actors very rarely uh, occasionally it works but it's I really saw rare. Anne Hayes you know, you know, tantrum once in the flesh nice. when she was doing voiceover for something, nice. and uh, I was in it. I was a runner slash, uh, yeah, I was a runner PA, and uh, and she said, "I'm not saying this line. If nice. I do, I'm not doing any promotion." She just did this See, huge and tantrum, and I was exactly like, "Oh man!" Yeah, I have a problem with movie actors, screen actors doing voiceover work because they forget that you, people can't see their face. Well, so you know, it's, 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 it's a trick. It depends this was, on a lot this of was, things. This was voiceover for uh, a live action. This was redubbing. Yeah, that, oh, that's a little different. Yeah, but, yeah. About, like, no, I, th- I think it's different, though. I think a lot of it, it, it depends on the actor. I think a lot of, like, lead actors are really good. You look at something like The Incredibles, where a large portion of that cast are major actors. But they're but, also character actors. But they're character actors, exactly. You can pull that off. You get someone you like Mel Gibson in Pocahontas. You just... Uh, uh, uh. No, no, Michelle Pfeiffer. I'll just say Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. And what was that? What was it? Hercules that she was. Oh, uh, I, I couldn't even watch that. She was uh, like. I, that's I'd rather just die. Good. Anyway. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> so. Um, no, I agree 100 percent with your yeah. points. Um, yeah. On the whole, a very enjoyable film, and if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's very cool. If, if you, especially if you've read the book, it's going to be really fun to see some of those stuff that they did. But it's also going to hurt you to see some of the stuff they cut. All the Dinosaur Island stuff. Definitely read it missed, first. Missed it. Totally you know missing. Challengers of the Unknown. The that Challengers should have been the in there. That was, a, was great. That was so good. That was like half the heart of that book. Like it was. It was like no, not like a third. It's like Martian Manhunter, the Green Lantern, and the Challengers of the Unknown. That's all the heart of that book. Everyone else is a supporting character. And yeah, you, and, and you cut out. You cut out. You cut out one of them, and I missed it. Was great. Martian Manhunter was really great. That, they handled really that whole good. subplot mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. damned well, actually. I especially like to see. I like to see him Hulk out and like rip dinosaurs in half. Minor, minor, minor borrowed right now, but we'll make it a point. Yeah. You, Good buddy, bud. Do you read Invincible? Uh, I'm I'm reading it in trade. He's and I know I hate I hate have you, doing have you that. Have the last trade yet? No, not yet. So okay. don't ruin it for me. Really, don't. I love that series. Do not ruin that okay. for me. I, 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 um, I did read uh, the last Why the Last Man. Did you read that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you cry? That, 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 I don't, know, I I don't want to spoil shit. There, no, but, no, but that's never, what it comes down to. Spoil the that's what it comes book. down to. Did you cry? You know, I didn't cry. I was affected. I was moved. I didn't cry. I can't remember the last time yeah. I cried at a comic there was, book. Did you I, cry, it was actually relatively recently. I didn't done? cry, yeah. but you know the one, the part where you're... Yes. Oh, yeah. That, that was thinking about it right cry. now, chills and a little but the, teary eye. No, it, it bothered me, though, because there are certain things in that last station, again, I'll never say what it is, but there are certain plot elements that just happened that just feel like they came completely out of left field. Absolutely. You know? And I was like, that's interesting. That's a twist. But because you didn't show us how that happened, it right. feels a little false. It, yeah. It, it's, it's tricky, though. It's one of those Vertigo books that's really fucking amazing, and then in the last six issues... It feels like it loses steam. Preacher did the same thing for me. Yo, the last Alamo, several issues. Yeah, I, I don't remember yeah. one moment from Alamo. I remember moments from Alamo, but they're not moments I'm happy with. Yeah, you know, I gotta tell you. And, and Why the Last Man? I think it'll read better in trade. 
I was reading it monthly, and I think a lot of the last issues felt like it was just. I read sort it all of, in trade, and then yeah. and then Gilmore gave me the yeah. last trades worth well, of issues. A lot issues. of them felt appendixed. Like, a lot of them did. They were just, yeah. Here's a story about a person yeah. that you met along the line. Like like an issue two. Well, I think, and then didn't see again until issue fifty. I think that being said, the things yeah. that happened in that last issue, yeah. uh, you can see how when time, you know, oh, yeah, all no, the events I, that he I, squeezes into time. Then no, I'm I'm impressed with the book. Don't get me wrong. It's it's I, listen. I don't envy uh, Brian K. Vaughn. For having to finish that book, there's a lot he had to do, yeah. and it's it was tricky. And I don't think he entirely pulled it off on the same level of quality that the book always had, pretty consistently. But it was still a satisfying ending right. for the most part. And uh, I, I honestly, The Last Man is still one of the best books of the last ten years. Period. Um, yeah, doesn't so, take away from that. So we've got a couple uh, creators who have done huge works, uh, yeah. starting out again with new books. Uh, Jeff Smith, who we talked about with Bone, has a new one called Razzle, which is just literally the capitalized words R A S L. It's yeah, about, we have no idea if we're pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, it, it is about a uh, interdimensional thief. art thief. Yeah. And now, let's say uh, you're in this dimension and you want a Picasso. This Picasso is already owned. If you go to another dimension, steal that Picasso, mm. bring it back to this one. Isn't it roughly the same Picasso? Yeah, but it should depreciate in value, shouldn't it? Either way, this dude's yeah. a thief, and, yeah. he, and he can jump, hop dimensions. Exactly. And, and it's, through the use of giant it's rocket jets and a cool. kabuki mask. It's, it's really it's, cool. It's, it's so ridiculous. It's awesome. But um, yeah. it, Would it, it just be resale then? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but it's actually a really cool he book. It could he, not be any different than Bone. It really could. I mean, visual style, to an extent, sure. It's, it's, he's, he's still telling the story using the same techniques he usually does. I think he keeps it a little tighter. He is a little tighter, way. but it's interesting, though, because even though it, it's, uh, it's really tight... Visually. The frames are, I think, but, a little... but from a structural perspective, it's interesting because it, on the other hand, he jumps you right into the action. There's no like huge introduction to the character. This is who Razzle is. This is how everything works. But at the same time, it's also, you know, it. it, it God, I totally lost my train of thought. It, it, it's, it jumps you in there, but you don't know anything, so it's really enigmatic. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I was really interested, but the fact that I have to wait two months to read the next issue of an issue of a book. Oh, I don't know, like, two months? I, I think it's oh, two months. Fuck this book. Yeah, no, no, fuck, no Jeff, we love you. No, no, it's a great but, book. Uh, it, it is a great book, but when you when you do a first issue, that doesn't really give you a lot of information. It's all set up, but uh, it, and, and then you have to wait two months. It, it hurts a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when Joss Whedon's books are late. You right. know, it's like I, the last latest issue of Runaways. I didn't go back and reread yeah. the previous issue before. I had no idea what the hell was going on. I read it twice. And not in the good way. It's like, oh, I can't wait to read this twice. See, I bought that previous yeah. issue twice because they really You bought the previous issue I did that twice. too! I fucking really hated that. Don't you And I thought it was the new that. issue. It happens to me like once every that, two months. That drives that. me nuts. Luckily, oh, it's been out luck- for so long that they reissued yeah. it with the zombie cover. Oh. So uh, I was like, oh, it's a new one. And then I got home and I'm like, ah, new. What yeah. the fuck? I, st- I still clear cool, the man. zombie covers now just because I'm sick of this. It's zombie cute, stuff. but it's done. At least at least it's, they're not doing the ape thing they threatened to do like two years ago. Oh. Oh, I would have killed Jokasada for that. So they've got um, another big creator who just finished uh, Strangers in Paradise. Terry Moore has a new book out, Echo. Uh, because I'm a dude, I didn't read it. Um, I respect that. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm kidding. I actually, <laughs> no, did, no, no, no. You know fine. what? I, I I got the first trade of Strangers in Paradise, and I just didn't keep buying it. You know, I I, 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 liked it. Tra- I liked it. I read the first trade, and I kind of liked it. But the person who loaned it to me also loaned me like the second trade, and the second trade is where that really starts picking up, mm. and it stops being about like girls with their relationships, and that's fine. I actually have no objection to that, but it actually starts to just 
take off from a plot perspective. And so I should. More than that. So I should I, get into it. I think you should yeah. give it a shot. You should give it at least like the first two or three books if you have the time. So, but uh, either way, Echo is completely different from that in many respects. What, uh, what is this Echo? Echo. Well, it's interesting because it starts with like a female rocketeer. Uh-huh. You know, for some reason, this chick in this awesome hot, you know, uh, jetpack is flying around. The government, she's in the middle of a government mm-hmm. test of this, like, special suit. And the government's shooting Sidewinder missles at her and shit. And it's, like, really cool. And it's, be- like, the most beautiful illustration she's ever done. on her somewhere. Yeah, and it's, no, it's like a nuclear reactor at the heart of this thing, though. It's kind of it's it like the proton packs in Ghostbusters, okay. where it's a super dangerous if you don't use it right. I think so, that's the whole point. So, so what, what's yeah. this about? Besides so the idea shit. is that, so, like, in the first issue... Um, we don't know if something goes wrong or if someone intentionally has her murdered. I think it's yeah. intentional, but they leave it just a little little room for, for possibility. So she, like, blows up. And pieces of this high-tech suit start falling all over the, this national park. And this poor girl who was just there taking pictures for fun. Yeah, I don't know if she's, like, a like a, like a a botanist or something like that. But she was just taking pictures, having just a nice a day out. Character. A Terry Moore character, exactly. She, she gets, ends up getting showered in pieces of this suit that can't, like, leave her body. For some reason, she can't, like, pull them off. They don't mm-hmm. even bounce off the ground. Mm-hmm. Whatever it lands on just sticks. Uh, and then she goes home and has this whole Terry Moore stuff where it's like, oh, she's normal. She has, like, all these messages in her answering machine. All these messages on her answering machine. Her Sorry. From her, like, from her ex-husband and, like, the bank and all this kind of stuff. Just she's a normal person. But now she's got, like, a Rocketeer Venom suit uh-huh. stuck on her body. And, like, that's the end. I mean, I just gave it away, but it's all set up. So I think it's fine. But really, How, how long is this going to run? No, I don't know. Actually, is it a finite series? I don't think it's not a limited series. I don't know. I don't know if it's finite or if he plans on going on forever with it, like Strangers in Paradise. But uh, well, that didn't go. Well, on but I don't know if that had like a like like uh, Preacher was always going to end at issue sixty six. Right. It was completely plotted out. I don't know if this is completely plotted out or not. It seems like the sort of thing where there's probably an ending, but I don't know, and I don't want to put words no. in Terry Moore's mouth. Now, Bus Pirates, so. was that yes. was that always supposed to be... No! Uh, we, actually, we created that for, um, what was it, Channel 101? Okay. That, that yeah, side, yeah, we, yeah. We, it was created as a it's submission website. for that. Is that still around? I think so, but it's, it's a really tight-knit group. It's kind of hard to get in, really into is. that. Yeah. So we, we shot, like, actually, we shot two episodes because we rented a bus anyway to shoot on. Well, I didn't, but the, the guys who made it did. Um, so we shot two episodes just in case they liked us and wanted another episode. And, um, yeah, so we shot them. It ended up getting, like, they put, they made, they picked, like, ten choices for Channel 101 a month. Yeah. We were, like, choice 11. Uh. So we put them online. We forgot about it. Eight months later, we end up, Dude, uh, check out the, the numbers. No, exactly. Eight months later, we end up, sheer chance, on the front page of MySpace.com. Guys, and we get, like, 40,000 hits in a weekend. I'm telling you. You're going to make one of these video things... Put a chick in it, hot chick, and pirates, and put her in. So yeah, some kind of like yeah. pirate ninja, whatever the hell the gimmick is. Whatever works. Put her in it. Yeah. Show a little bit of flash. Oh, like it worked in Catwoman. Your video, your Wizard World video. I like you because you have slick back hair, and yeah. I think you're very good, and I think you're funny. Um, could have used more titty. <laughs> yeah. Not always the way. Could have used more titty. Anyway, Stay so after uh, hey old. <laughs> Anyway, so after after that, <laughs> we decided yours. to shoot more episodes. And uh, you wanted titty. Ben, no. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, it's fine. There's no, sex so, in the last episode. Uh, ah, no, no, no. Is there sex in this episode? And I'm not telling you if there's sex. I want you to watch it. Okay. All right. I want you to watch it, pants down, waiting. Well played. Okay. Um, how are we doing on time, VJ? We got 20 minutes. Right, we, 20 we, minutes we, we can fill 20 minutes. We're, I mean, we're talking comics. 
uh, what else is there to say about comics? I mean, the, the, those uh, are pretty good. Well, we, we need to talk about, about Buffy. Buffy. We need Goddard's him to talk about issue. Buffy. Drew Goddard's first Who awesome is this Drew and Goddard? hilarious. Drew Goddard, the uh, former writer of Buffy and Angel and the recent writer of Cloverfield. Okay. And, and he's done, he writes for Cloverfield was written by someone? Yes. yes. Cloverfield oh. is written by a human being. Okay. Named Drew Goddard. Okay, so what? Yeah. So what? what is that? I mean, did you guys, keep in mind I do this show and I've never seen a full Buffy episode. You're out of the, you're out of the room. I'm actually hijacking the show right now. I'm not hosting. Well, I was in college when it got big, and so uh, I, I was kind of like out of it. I, I, I could care less. I got to tell you, 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 yeah. you, you, were, you had a responsibility as a geek to to at least try that. And uh, I got to tell you, I will. Cool. You just, must absorb you know, all Joss Whedon. You must. Uh, Seriously. I mean, I, I'm sure it's awesome. I lived upstairs from uh, from uh, what's the dude who played the green dude on on Angel? Oh, I forget his name, Lauren. But I Andrew can't Lanning. His name. Andrew Andrew yeah. uh, Andy Lannett. Landed. Yeah, I lived upstairs from the guy. Andy, what, what, whatever very, your name is, I'm really sorry if I got that wrong. He's great. You're a very nice guy, man. Very nice guy. Huge yeah. wrestling fan. Um, but uh, I will watch them. No, you should. It's a good show. So now, what, what is this new current uh, one? The newish, the uh, Buffy season eight is starting to ramp up. The plot's okay. really starting to kick in. Uh, After Buffy how many had hot lesbian sex with Satsu. Spoiler alert. I'm Spo- oh, sorry, it's on page two. All right, seriously. You were so excited. You. I'm so excited. It's alert. so happy for me. And the thing is, and they, what's great is that they teased you. They they told you a, a character from the past of the show is coming back, yeah. and you think it's gonna be this one guy, Boy. but it's not. Yeah. I was really happy with that. Like, it was finally we're gonna get to some of these he, plot holes that he, were. We didn't uh, like pull that four. same move on Astonishing when he was mm. like, Oh yeah, Jean? everyone thought Jean Grey was Colossus. coming back. Cyclops assumed Jean Grey was coming back. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, actually. You know, so that when character... you assume, yeah. you make an ass out of you and me. No, but from oh, a, from a, from a, from okay. a plot Never perspective, mind. though, it's like, it, it's like, do you ever see Sneakers? Yeah, of course. Okay, at the beginning of Sneakers, Big Robert Redford assumes, Ro- Robert Redford figures out that the two guys who come to him for the heist are, are NSA. So we believe him, because the main character figured it out. If they just said that they're NSA... You know, then uh, you know we we might doubt it because we're right. just being told information. But since the character did something, fine, you know. And so uh, it, it's it's kind of the same thing here. Okay, does that make, does that make sense? I, I kind of forgot what we were talking about. As did I. I, I this I, point I, was really important. God damn it! So yeah, is this so like where when, she when fights Frey? She's, no, no, that's not yet. Okay, I don't, it's I don't coming know. up. I just saw that. That's exciting. But I just we, saw that's that not happening yet. No, well, we can't reveal who it is because it's on like the last page. Okay, okay. That, that you find out exact. Well, you figure it out probably before then, but on the last page is when they confirm. But this Buffy this. season eight, what it, yeah. like Brian Kevon did his run. Brian Kevon did his run with Faith. That was very cool. Okay, and now uh, and now Drew Goddard's doing a, uh, a run. This shit's been going on forever. Isn't but it I, season nine by now? What the fuck is no, it? No, season but eight. I, ha- I have yeah. to say, what I really liked about it is that it was the closest to the show's pacing. Oh yeah. In the comic book form that yeah. it's ever been. And the comedy of the show, honestly, has oh. really taken off I in this one. Drew Goddard is really funny. But it felt real though. It felt like well, real for Buffy. Yes, you know the, that heightened um, reality. Of the, Buffy. the Firefly little short, the, the three issues. That's oh, that was great. That was great because it, it did the same thing. Out. It kept. No, there's a new one coming. Oh, out. new one. There's oh, a okay. new one That's coming right. out next week. But uh, yeah. but the, it, the the one that came out yeah, followed the same solid. pacing as the yeah, show. Would have been a good. Would have been a really good episode. Um, so yeah. I guess this week the the new one comes out. If you guys are Firefly fans, go to the comic book store and pick it up. Um, so guys, video games. Your roommate. Uh, knows that I love platformers. Uh, he was all about platformers, and he goes, "You need to play this game of Xbox Live N Plus." Ah, yes. And it, he which goes, I introduced him to. I'm sorry, he, I had yeah, to take that I'm, away dude, from him. No, no, no. I'm, he, okay. I, I'm just saying. Hey. Uh, no, no, no. Let's, let's set me, this up. You introduced him. Yes. You are the source. Yes, yes, I am. We, we it's uh, two degrees from William Bibiani. 
Um, so this this N plus game, I downloaded it. Mm. The second I started playing it, I thought I'd wasted a couple of dollars because I was like, this little fucking guy jumping around the screen. This is retarded. Oh, so it's like the Flash game then. It looks like a Flash. It Actually, it looks like Load Runner. You know what? There's a Flash game called N. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't so, I haven't seen it. Well, maybe okay. it is. Maybe it's, maybe it's a derivation. You know what it really reminded me of was the 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 two D version of Portal that was the Flash animation. <laughs> because basically what yeah, it is no, is, is each each room is a little puzzle. And you're a little guy who, if you who fall too, has no traction. Yeah, on his has no. Not really now. Has no traction. Yeah. Uh, well, he's a ninja. If you fall too far, you die. If you hit a bomb, you die. Yeah. And you have to try and get through the door. Yeah, you have to. You have to it's find what? the switch in the room, uh, in in a really short amount of time, and get out of the room before all the stuff in the room kills you. It's one of those really simple concepts. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of games have really simple concepts, but they suck. And a lot of games have really simple concepts, and they're amazing. Right. This game is really addictive, and there's like 250 levels of it, not including like levels that care, uh, players are making and putting online. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very simple, but that's what's really great about it, though, isn't this that it's a good platformer? But every time you die, it's horrific. <laughs> what okay. I like is that you explode yeah. into a million pieces. You explode into a million pieces, and all those million pieces—if those hit a mine, then the mines explode, and that bursts off into a million pieces. And there's even though it's Lauren all like just hears me scream from the other room. Even, oh, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, because it's so fun when you die, you don't mind that you die. Right. You know, you're actually kind of cool with it. There's actually a button. There's only like there's a directional pad, there's a jump button, and then there's the X button, which causes you to explode. There's no purpose for that. I never hit that. That's you gotta so hit that because that's awesome. It's like you just bore. Yeah, I can see how. It, yeah. I, I can see like because you are trying to get the best time. I can see like sometimes yeah. you, 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 yeah, you, it you lose you. You took so long, yeah. and you have like three levels left with running on the uh. same clock. You might want to blow yourself yeah. up, but for the most part, I've just it, been it, trying to run into. I just run into mines at that point, but I yeah, think, yeah, I like that. The, the, thanks no, it's for talking about that button. Yeah, uh, what, so, have yeah. you played the multiplayer? Game? I have not played what, the multiplayer yet. I, I I assume uh, it's multiple people playing N plus, but. How I don't on know. The same puzzle. I don't know. Maybe. Well, there's is one of the uh, one of the challenge? achievements. What is it? Is a time challenge in multiplayer. Oh, okay. So I assume that's it. But I have no idea, folks. Uh, another multi None. multiplayer game. Uh, ben Dunn and I were playing it when you walked in. Was uh, Super Smash Brothers? For and the I'm going to just came out. Um, <sighs> that's right. Uh, this is my first Super Smash Brothers game. Uh, I was. Uh, you are. I'm surprised. You know what? I'm not into fighters. I'm not into fighters. But there's so much excitement it's about this game. That I was, uh, I had to get it. You know what I mean? There's so much excitement about it, and plus VJ was going to get it, and he, you know, forsaken the Wii. So I was like, okay, if this is going to bring VJ back to the Wii, <laughs> I might as well get it because he had put himself firmly into PlayStation 3's camp. VJ had raised the flag, and VJ once talked about just throwing out his Wii. So I can give out your if address. If he ever throws out the Wii, you just give it to me. Well, that's what I was that's about the to say. Rule. You guys that's live near each other. Um, yeah. VJ, I'll... just be outside the window when he throws it. <laughs> Because v, v, I'll catch it. All v, right, I'm I mean, white, but I'll do it. VJ was going to toss his Wii. This brought him back to play it. Damn, guys! Uh, first fucking two hours I'm playing this game. I thought this was the biggest button mashing piece of shit I'd ever played in my entire life. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I can see why all you Pikachu loving motherfuckers over there love it. Fucking because shock this mouse. game is straight up. For the first two hours you play this game, you think it's retarded. You're like. I can see why all these anime manga fans jerk off to these robot chicks in little schoolgirl uniforms love this shit. Let's be honest. That's uh, it. I'm leaving because because <laughs> that's what it feels like. It feels like just random shit. But you're like, how the fuck did I I lose? How do I play this? As I played it more, uh, I start to realize that. Oh, there is a game at work here. <laughs> the buttons actually do do something yeah. other than just. It's, it's one of those them. games that you can randomly. button mash and get through it. But if you don't button mash, you appreciate it. 
And I'm starting to appreciate it. I think yeah. basically my appreciation came out of frustration when I called VJ. I go, VJ, I don't know what the fuck I just bought. This game is retarded. And VJ explained it to me. He said, "Slow down, you're a retard." Uh, VJ actually be, uh, entered the game system uh, through the me universe and via Tron. And he walked me through it. And he played a couple levels with me inside the game and. Uh, you know, thanks for that explanation. He did, he did a grand tutorial. I think it's fun. Yeah, and I, and I beat the game a couple with with a couple characters. I think the game is fun now. I started unlocking stuff. Uh, whether it's great or not, give me another two weeks to get done with some work, and then I can meet you guys up in the multiplayer. By that time, I will be up to speed. You'll be up to speed, and we can actually have some really good games. Maybe we can get. Can, can you get four people on a, on the same game yeah. multiplayer? So like four, like three Geekscapists and me can be playing at the same time. Two weeks, babies. Two weeks after Wizard World next weekend. Let's do it. Two weeks. Uh, I really Tell think this is great. What's well, a fucking the, number? Yeah. It's a number. It's a number on the week. Really? That's lame. Guys, Nintendo has the fucking ho- most horrible online system. That's lame. I mean, I don't have a Wii. I know. I know. Guys, you're gonna have to pay for it pretty soon. You're gonna have yeah. to pay for it pretty soon. Oh, really? No, that, no, VJ, you are a PlayStation employee. You cannot be saying no, that. It is. BJ, not, not for the ones that, are that is a rumor. Please do not sue no, us for libel. How, how dare you? Not the ones that are free already, but there's going to be like I, ones that are have on the box Nintendo Wi-Fi pay to play. Pay to play? Yeah. I ain't paying shit to play with that horrible online system. You can't. You can't. I mean, you have to add people that you know. You can't do any of this chat. The chatting is non-existent. This is stupid. Yeah. Uh, I'll just play if it's if if Mario Kart is like this. I'm just no, playing by myself. I mean, like there's other content. Pay to play. If there's N plus, I'll pay to play. I like that game. That's fun. I like seeing that little retard jump around the screen. Aww. What were you gonna say, Ben? I was just gonna say, can I use this time to have some? You know, if anyone's playing Rock Band. Oh. It, up my uh, Xbox Live. What's your okay. Xbox Live? Account? What's your Xbox Live account? Funnel Fish Z. Funnel Fish Z. What's what's capitalized in that? Um, it's the, the, F, the F and the Z. The F and the F and the Z is capitalized. Funnel Fish Z. He oh. wants to play some Rock Band with you. While we're at it, Rock Band might as well hook me up too. Guy Gardner two eight one four. Both G's. You know what? You know, I can't figure out what's geekier. The I fact like that you. that is my Xbox gamer tag, or the fact that I was shocked that no one else had taken two eight one four. Guy oh, Gardner two eight one four. Yeah, I like both you. Both G's capitalized. I like what you got. Thank you. One word. Um, so guys, you guys can play Rock Band with these guys. Um, I'm not. I mean, I I think it's dance dance with your fingers. I think it's retarded. It's awesome. Um, but but um, <laughs> you know what? Oh god, it's awesome. So I can't get through green uh, green grass and high tide. Ah, oh, yeah, oh, god, I'm so close. Your roommate has an iPhone. Do you have an yes. iPhone? Yes. No, I'm broke. Yeah, uh, a lot, everybody's got an iPhone. I was thinking today I, I need to get an iPhone. So I you, know. well, you can show my I can Gun show my rear. I, I can show Gun stuff farm. on the iPhone. You know what I mean? You know what? I, uh, but I am waiting for the later one because VJ says that the later one is um, coming. Uh, there's two games that one of our Geekscape has posted on the forums videos for. I thought it looked amazing. The new Spore strategy game where you're a little guy coming out of the, uh, you know. A spore. If you're you're a little, well, you're a little I spore. And you start growing spore. into this monster based on what you're eating and what's not eating you. And you can, can uh, between levels, you can build up your monster with lately. offensive things like mandibles and antenna and claws. Lost. And you can build it up. Um, the Spore on the iPhone looked great with the little balance feature. As did something that seemed like it would be perfectly made for it. Uh, Super Monkey Ball for the iPhone. You just Wait, tilt so senses, to get it going. It senses. Yeah. Really? It senses the, the motion of the tilt on the iPhone 
and that's, oh, that's how and, and that's how well, and that's have, how the um, monkey the monkey ball works and I think that'd be a perfect way to play monkey ball I like the, the the levels in Super Mario Galaxy where you take the joystick and you get Mario to roll around on the different levels oh, those are fun dude Mario Galaxy is it's awesome no I played Mario Galaxy fun. I love that that's actually I'm, I'm waiting to get a Wii until there's like four games I can't live without right now there's like three Wait, which would be uh, Mario, Mario Galaxy, Galaxy. Uh, Legend of Zelda yeah, and uh, three which I can't. I, I know. Mario what was Kart? it? Mario Kart. Will uh, is, come that, out is that out yet? That's not out yet, yet, though. That's not out yet. Uh, actually, no. I never Metroid got into the Metroid fun. series. Never got into. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It never. It never meant anything to me. Right. You know. Right. When I was a kid, I know a lot of people who were like obsessed with Metroid. It's like, that fun. Was their video game when they were a kid. And that's fine. But I don't have that frame of reference. So I like it. Yeah, no, it's fine. But it's I'm game. one of the people who who like it, but the backtracking kills me, and yeah. I stop. I don't yeah. finish the game. I finished this last one, but I didn't finish the uh, the first one that was yeah. that was first person. The problem with the Wii is there's a lot of good first party games, but all of the third party games, are, with, with the exception of maybe Resident Evil Four, which I heard they did right. a good job on, uh, it's they're all ported over from other consoles, right. so they don't work right with the Wii. So you have to have two consoles if you have a Wii and you want to be a real gamer. Well, you should anyway, because it's not next gen. Oh, it's not tech. Well, oh, still. Oh, Ben, don't, don't be critical of yeah. that. Most people buy Christmas are going to have two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've got my 360. And that, yeah. And then, and, and then now that VJ is working for Sony, I'm going to get out the PS3 and the PSP once with, it comes out with this new Skype technology. Yeah. Uh, so I, I might get it. I'm, 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 I'm probably well, going to get a PS3, but I'm just getting it. I was, talk, I was a GameStop, and, I, and the Skype technology one isn't out yet. This is the same one. It's just a program. The very uh, first one that came out no. does not do it. I'm not buying a single fucking game. I'm just getting the Blu-ray player for PS3. What? Well, come on. As long as you have it, why, why not Because there's the nothing game? I want on the PS3 that isn't on the 360. You don't want this Ratchet and Clank game? That's like the one I might be tempted about. Okay, what about this Uncharted game? What was that? Wait, Not a, don't give a shit. What if they do this? Uh, what if they do a, a God of War game for it? Maybe. That's 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 that's. Well, I mean, it's coming out no matter nipples what. Nipples are getting that, hard. That, that, uh, nipples well, are getting hard. That was? It was. I, was I thought it was just lactate. That bundle they announced. What bundle? You're gonna get the. What about this solid? Uh, this Metal Gear Solid nah, Four thing? No. No, I never really never really yeah. been a fan. I hate just fucking sitting there and being like, just waiting for the guy to walk Jake. around the hallway. Yeah. I'm just like, why am I playing this shit? Um, so guys, that is our episode. Be sure to check out William on uh, Bus Pirates. Buspirates.com. Is that it? Buspirates.com. It's buspirates.com. We're also on MySpace, YouTube, Google Video. There's also t-shirts available with my face on them. Whoa. I'm dead serious. Why didn't you wear one? Because uh, I don't have one for me. I think it's kind of lame to wear my own shirt. My roommates wear them, though. So do I. My roommates wear them all the time. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, speaking of our shirts, you guys can uh, buy some merch at uh, the Geekscape merch store through geekscape.net. We also have forums, geekscape.net slash forums. You guys can talk to each other. We've been adding a lot of uh, brand new listeners. Um, I am just in a bad mood when I'm on the forums, so if I snap at you or say something rude, uh, please forgive me. Uh, there is some stress in my life. His name is Brian Gilmore. Benjamin Dunn is a good friend of mine. You've been you've been a gem today. You've been an absolute. You've doll. been a good sport. You've sir. been a good sport, my friend. Uh, 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 BJ, you get the good you, sport. BJ award. Care as well, good friend of mine. Thank you for uh, keeping me from throwing Super Smash Brothers out the window because yeah. that shit was not doing it for me. Um, we also have a MySpace uh, group, MySpace.com/slash/GeekscapeNet. Tons of Facebook stuff. Go on Facebook, search for Geekscape. You will find us. You'll become one of our friends. And if you're ever on YouTube, type in Geekscape. You'll see some clips that our good friend Matt Kelly's been putting up. Every episode, this kid puts up more and more clips. And uh, some of them are funny. Some of them are funny. I've never rewatched a lot of our stuff. And I think, oh, 
You're pretty funny. Gilmore's pretty funny. You're pretty there funny. Was, there was one thing some that good I saw. I was like, I don't even remember that happening. I don't remember anything <laughs> happening. The, well, early, the early half of this show, it's stricken from my memory. Well, you were really drunk. Well, I, I was high on and fumes. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Yeah. I had just well, played it's, some well, it's Super... the only way you can get through this every week. I just played some Super Smash Bros. So my just brain was all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I've been watching... I, this last what are you days, watching? I've been watching... I watched uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Nice. I watched Raging Bull. Nice. I'm recording Lenny right now. Ah, you, my Ooh, friend, I've are been, turning over a new leaf. I've been, yeah. I've been looking at the classics, and I've been enjoying them. Have you really? <laughs> I did watch Stargate SG One's. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Arc of Truth. I'm sorry. Stargate the show sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stargate to all the you movie was fantastic. Love the show. It sucks. Stargate I don't know the what the hell suck. is the matter with you. Yes, it has some of the people from Farscape on it now. When the, I like and, Ben Bowder. Uh, ben Bowder's awesome. Claudia Black is awesome. Uh, the girl who played Kaylee on Firefly, whose name Jewel State, Jewel State, is awesome. It's not. They're not good in that show. <laughs> right. It's so not a good show. It. No, I'm not. It's on the Sci-Fi Network in front of other shows I watch. So I guess like the last five minutes, I'm like, and I, I've watched. What like, happened to Battlestar Galactica? Where is that? Why? Battlestar Galactica coming, coming out in April. April, and the, and the third season comes out on DVD end of March. Ben's starting to cry. <laughs> Don't, don't cry. It is too far away. Especially, especially if they're going to divvy it up in half like they threatened. Uh, so, sorry, that was... so, guys, that, that yeah, we obviously need to have William back because we're just going to keep going. Uh, we're going to come back to, uh, when, is Bus Pirates possibly going to get a sequel? Uh, no, Six is probably going to be, we might do like, I, I don't want to promise anything, but maybe there'll be like something in the future, but we're, everyone's moving on. Line. Well, I actually I had an idea for a sequel. Listen, after Mile High Club, I'll tell you what. After the the last episode comes out oh, this month, Paris. I'll go on again and I'll tell you <laughs> my alternate ending, the ending that sets up okay. the next in the Bus Pirate Saga. All right, it I'll should be a cruise that. ship. You guys should just do everything no, 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 no. that Speed is Much doing. Much cooler. Much cooler. Okay, Speed. It's so you cool. Could do you Bus no Pirates Two Cruise Control. <laughs> okay, as awesome as that sounds, my idea is cool. Okay, I can't tell you because it would ruin the ending. Of the, of the current saga. So when that comes on, I'll see if I can come on again and I'll tell you the real ending. So guys, uh, while we look forward to that, next week we've got Wizard World LA. Uh, hey. The Geekscape team will be there and uh, we'll be covering a lot of stuff. We'll have tons of interviews and uh, people for you guys to view. That'll be next week. Thanks for watching. Thank you, William, for coming on the show. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, ben, for Benjamin listening Dunn. to me talk for an Benjamin, hour. thank no you. Does that. Thank you for after he says something, you saying um, roughly the same thing. That's good. Yeah. You're welcome. It's good. You know, he's my McMahon. BJ Kerr. BJ Kerr. Thank, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for saving me from Super Smash Brothers retardation. All right, nice. I called him when my nose started bleeding. And scene.